Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. I can't believe we're already 18 years into the pandemic. What a time to be barely alive. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terminology that I've been using, such as ventricular escape beats and knaves pate. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler word of the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron. Doc, Dr. London, can you can you hear me clearly? I mean, we're 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 this is we're kind of doing this through Zoom. We don't really do this usually. This is one of our first out of studio recordings we've ever done. You're sort of on location. Yeah. Well, I wanted to kind of get all the details, the juicy details while I'm here. <laughs> and um it's going great, by the way. I know you may have heard some things on your end. Well, let, let, let's before we get into that where, where you're on location where are you where have you been traveling i'm in scotchland um oh they it's so if you if you know where it's where my name is the london this is up from there well and i mean do you want to i mean talk a little bit about why you're on location right now it is for the podcast you are trying to solve you what you said was one of the oldest medical mysteries in the world and it's only found in scotchland yes so, um, there's, there's a few towns here in Scotchlands where what happened a long time ago was they used to uh, basically kill people and then use their bodies uh, to, to, to examine for medical school. Oh, wow. That's funny. Oh, that's so funny. You take someone's skeleton and you make them dance around at school with your buddies, like at college? Yes. Some of my buddies in college, I mean, the stuff we would get into, dude, some of the stuff that we would get into involving skeletons and just making them dance and making them do, sometimes we'd make them like scold someone and it'd be like, it would be like, you know, like kids playing in your yard. And then like, what if this like old lady skeleton stuck her head out and was like, you kids get out of here. Like, how crazy would that be? We didn't do that, but that was like the kind of things that we would do. No, okay, well, so on my end, uh, so my, my great-great-uncle was a serial killer who, um, so he was a serial killer who provided bodies, and this was, back in those days, this was a big service for, you know, the government, for the local authorities, uh, so he would provide bodies for the medical school, and so, um, anyway, I came here to solve that, the mystery, basically, of the genealogy. They kept asking who who are his descendants so that we can honor him. So I'm kind of here for um, this this ceremony. They're going to honor me. Oh, wow. And they did they tell you? Yeah, sure. And they told you that they're going to like honor you, like give you a medal or something? Because you say, you say you're staying. Where do they have you staying right now? It looks very dark in the room you're in. Yeah, no, they, um, well, they haven't found me yet. They haven't found you? What do you, are, is someone searching for you? What do you mean they haven't found you? It's, I feel like there was some communicate, some mis, 
miscommunication that happened. You're, okay, of course. This is classic London trying to blame it on a woman. Wow. But yeah, go ahead. Miss. Yeah, so she... Um, so, so Miss... So she... I told them that I was very important and they told me get off the street you're blocking traffic and so um this kind of and then some some of these cars and they were the way they drive here is crazy for one i don't know if you've heard about this they well they go in circles and the wrong way everyone in the uk if you've never been to the uk it's so crazy because every the whole nation is a huge roundabout it's one circle, and so it's you get dizzy driving, and that's why everyone drives so crazy there. Yeah, and they call it the circle, this country. And so it's been very, it was so confusing. And so I'm telling them, I'm here for my murderous uncle. You know, just give me my award, let, let's be. And I kept yelling, murder, give it to me. And then um, these cars kept smashing. And so anyway, I... Um, I think they got confused, so I I ran off and I've been so I I've kind of huddled away in this um I'm not I'm, I'm honestly not sure where it is because the signs are all weird too. Oh yeah, the numbers, uh, all of it's just it's in English. It's it's completely readable. It's just that maybe it's like kilometers per hour or whatever instead. No, no, it's also in miles per hour. It's which is odd to me. Oh okay, uh, that threw me off honestly because. But but they stumped, They did say meters for how far away I was sometimes. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Though I so it was, anyway. It's uh, you can imagine how traumatic that was. That a few details were off. So um, anyway, I've so been hiding away. Still haven't fully solved the mystery if you are truly his descendant. It sounds like there's been no DNA test or anything. Would you, I, I feel like. Yeah, like a lot of, I feel like it's not on my end, the problem, because I... Oh, no, it sounds like they need to find you. It's definitely their fault that they haven't found you yet. Yeah, so, and I, because I went to the street, what what looked like the main street, so, be, be, I don't know what else beyond that, like, I don't know... Well, and this is the problem with building your country around a big old circle, is because... You know, you do it to try to make every city equal, you know, like the whole city, the whole country is basically Main Street because everyone lives on the same street. It's the Circle Street. So you hop on the Circle Street. Which side of the circle are you on? I'm on the south side of the circle. Yeah. Just one big circle. And that's the only road. Yeah. But then you're in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's like, I, I don't want to, it's, there is a bit of a culture shock there. I don't want to be like down on this country um yes you do okay so so i do want to be down on this country but i don't want to give off that vibe i guess is more the accurate way to put that. you don't want to potentially like burn a bridge with maybe a scottish company that would want to give us free stuff or something yes yeah. um anyway i I'm, I'm sorry to um we got off on a little tangent there. This is that's sort of personal stuff. My own genealogy. I'm basically tracking down here, but um, no, I mean we, we don't. It's really really exciting. Again, we don't do a lot of medical mysteries on this show, and just to see you on the ground, on location, actually putting in the work as opposed to just talking. Oh, I'm a doctor. Oh, this is medicine. This is what 
uh, morphine is or whatever you say. My grandfather was innocent or he was justified or whatever your whole your whole thing is. And you're always like talking about stuff like that. Okay, well, and no, but, but he so actually cool to see you just on the ground and really putting in the work. What? He was a supplier. Like he there was demand and he supplied the demand for the bodies. Like yeah. I don't that's not really a I feel like you should hold on to some of this info until the the country finds you. Okay, well anyway, so so that's our producer Cameron. Uh, also with us is Did you know the hose? I don't trust no doctors cause they lying But I'm headed straight to the hospital if I'm dying I don't trust no damn vaccine if I end up with COVID-19 I'm headed straight to the doctor, you better believe Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. And so, uh, let's see, I packed it away here somewhere. Uh, yes, okay. Um, okay. So, as our marketing demographics have changed a little bit to uh, more illiterate consumers, um, that the nature of the feedback... Mm-hmm. That's you, That's you, listener. I, they're not going to know that word. Our, our, our analytics has indicated that you, listener, are unable to read even what podcast you're listening to right now because the words to you just look like funny scribbles. I mean, is that, yeah. is that too complex? No, that's good? Okay. That's okay. Um, anyway, so, so this week's feedback comes in the form of a hand-drawn picture. Uh, so at the top, let's see, the top we see the letters U and R, okay, and they're, they're in all caps. Okay. Uh-huh. And then it's a drawing of a black dot in the middle uh, of these sort of half moon creases and these little lines going out from it. Okay. Um, so, so I know we've talked a lot about the digestive tract and, you know, how, how all that food goes in and then it has to come out as waste. Yeah. And so... I, I want to clarify here. So, so the drawing looks like it might it might be of an anus. Yeah, no, it sounded like a stinky butthole with maybe some stinky lines. Is that? Uh, right? Yeah, and so, so just I want to clarify here because the, the implication that I see in the, the drawing is the U and R part. That's what that's what's frustrating. Yeah, me. and this is again maybe going back to the illiteracy thing. Maybe he's trying to say like, what do you do if sort of you have a, like a stinky butthole anus? And this is a big common problem with a lot of our listeners. This is another thing that analytics has sort of gone into great detail about is so many people really struggle. So many of our listeners really struggle with sort of just a stinky 
just smelly little butthole. Yes. Have visible green lines coming out from it sometimes. And their girlfriends and wives, because there are no women listeners, our girlfriends and their girlfriends and wives are really, really kind of getting grossed out and they're putting their foot down especially especially today in this culture when we're like we're finally taking some of these people seriously and we're finally listening and saying like hey it is a concern that you have a stinky butthole yeah and and we and i want to say that's the kind of thing that we should be listening to that kind of feedback that maybe my it is stinky like we can't just deny it so i'm glad especially when there's visible stink lines you have to accept hey, I can see sort of a green squiggly line coming out of my pants. What's happening? Well, you know what's happening. Well, I, I'd say they know now because of the podcast. And so, I mean, how do I explain this? When you're in the shower, or are they going to have showers? Nope. When you're in the pond, right? So when you're in the pond doing sort of your monthly scrub off, one thing you might not think about is just, you know, taking that sponge or are they gonna have a sponge? Okay, taking those, taking those sticks and leaves that you have to, to scrape off the gunk off of your skin, you want to do that to your booty hole as well. So you just, it's fine, because you, you you can wash your hands after. Well, I don't know. You can. Maybe they shouldn't stick their hands up there if they can't wash their hands. I don't know. Uh, so so I just say try clean up as best you can there. And just bear it in mind, because you might not realize it. I think that's the thing. Like, make an effort. Just maybe use some of the leaves to just really, like, just just try to clean that area a little bit better. And that is our listener feedback. Yep. All right. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, Do you like that part that I just added to it? Yeah, that was... That was actually really good and a lot more constructive than your usual. Well, I meant specifically the me going. That was our listener feedback. Yeah, no, and that's that is what I was I was saying was better cuz normally I think you say like uh, like you just kind of say under your breath like man, this is Dr. Lana, I hate you so much. And that so Yeah. addressing the audience instead of sort of a passive aggressive comment towards me. Um, yeah. I guess just regular aggressive. Anyway, uh, that, that, yes, big step up. Just like, he thinks he's so cool. He thinks he's awesome. He thinks he's doing like all these great things. And it's like, he's doing all these awesome things, but like, I'm doing awesome things. Yeah. And so, so I'm, yeah, I, like I said, good job. And really no need to like give more examples of that. Um, but now for today's medical topic, Poots Jaeger's syndrome. Poots Jaeger's. Ew. Poop Jaeger system. I mean, this and we've how many more months of this keep going how many more months of this do you want to know the months or do you want i, I will just keep going because i yeah this is no yeah keep it keep it a guessing game i love knowing every single time we, yeah we do a medical lesson it's gonna be something about shit. okay so poots jaeger syndrome is an autosomal dominant disorder characterized by intestinal uh, hematomatous uh, polyps in the colon in association with uh, melanotic spots on the lips and skin, um, and also with uh, increased frequency of breast cancer and increased gonadal and pancreatic cancer, among others. So basically, this syndrome has a few signs that, you know, if, if you manage to spot them, the clinician can know that there may be other associated problems to look out for. So it's called a syndrome because there are these things that could seem random separately but if you know to look for them uh -huh. then you can look out for these cancers so 
Wow. And this is that this is that third grade medical school knowledge that Dr. Lennon likes to talk about where he gives you the ne- definition of symptom. Uh, syndrome. Syndrome is what I was trying to define. Oh, sorry. There. Syndrome. Either way. Okay. It was a common word, whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. I. Okay. So the syndrome is often not clinically apparent until the second and third decade of life, uh, but it is important to diagnose it and begin genetic counseling as soon as possible in order to begin screening. Uh, the melanotic spots around the lips especially is a big telling indicator of Coutier-Jäger syndrome. Because of the colon polyps, patients diagnosed with... Well, and I, you know, let's let's speak about this real quick. You talk about genetic counseling, and some people might be thinking, okay, well, I'm not related to any counselors. Like, how do who do I go to, I mean, if I don't have sort of that genetic counts, counseling in my life? Um, and I mean, unfortunately, I don't think medical science has really discovered what to do about that if you don't have sort of gene- a genetic condition to a counselor. So unfortunately, there's really no, nothing you can do about it, no hope for you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah so, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to say that and bring this sort of podcast on a, on a downer note. Yeah. But. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't help that there are all these so she canceled that. In any case, uh, because of the colon polyps, patients diagnosed with Poots-Jäger syndrome, uh, they begin receiving colonoscopies at the age of eight, uh, and they undergo this screening every three years. And that's, once again, to look out for these, uh, um, these cancers. Uh, all right. Um, wow. I thought I brought it to, like, a, like, made this into a bummer, but then you start talking about like eight-year-old colonoscopies for cancer patients. Yeah, it's it's not it's not an easy thing. <sighs> yeah, that that that's. Can we bring some fun and some levity back to medicine, Doctor London? Can we not hear about some fun diseases for once? What about a disease where maybe it turns your skin like purple on command or something? Yeah, I don't. Um. Okay, so. There is one that I actually recently got, uh, and it's it's kind of fun. You got a a turning purple disease. I mean, it's not quite that. I guess it's so. I I caught COVID. Say what? You got COVID. Yes. You. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you got the. Let me let me make sure I'm hearing this right. Let me sorry, DJ Dylan, okay. are my are no, my headphones gonna... working? Let me just make sure real quick. Yes. Uh, let me see if the volume's working. My no, monitor is coming through. Okay, let me hear this again. Look, I... let me just hear this again. You got sorry. I must there's I must have misheard, but my headphones I believe are working now. So sorry. You said you got you you got a what? You got a. <sighs> I got I got COVID. <laughs> The coronavirus. I was infected with SARS-CoV-2. This, the same one that Tom Hanks got. You're saying the yes. same one. Oh, wow. Yes. And for, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're seeing right now his pregnancy test showing that he is unfortunately pregnant with... A COVID baby. COVID. I mean, Dr. Lennon, you, it's not just talking a big game. It's that you have been... I mean, every time I want to go outside and play in like a puddle, like maybe it's rained a little bit and I want to play in a puddle, you are wrapping like six, seven masks around me. 
and you put like well and shooting you with a bb gun yeah well that i think i did was that part of covid protocol I, i'm trying to say you were so overly protective about me not giving getting covid yeah well i i, I would shoot you if you got out if you tried to go outside basically i don't know if maybe oh, did you not pick wow. up all that so pattern wait. No, because you would help me put on all the masks and everything and like put on all these layers of clothes. So I guess I thought you were okay with me going outside, but then no. Then no, I put up just, a sign so... that said don't. I didn't, the sign didn't say anything besides don't. It just said don't. So yeah. I, I can see how, in hindsight now, I can see how that might have been like a little bit confusing. But yeah, so I, so anyway, I, I did catch it and um, it's been, it's just, Oh, Cameron, you're not wearing enough masks today. Cameron, you're bro what air did you breathe today? Tell me every second of air you breathed yeah. today, Cameron. And I would you And then <laughs> I'm the healthiest person in the room all of a sudden. Well that's I mean, that's not true. I no, I, I oh, can, oh, I can oh I'm see sorry. It. Do I have any diseases that uh are in the news all the time? Or are my diseases usually very specific to me? So Yours only make the news occasionally whenever there's a flare-up uh yeah yeah yours yours are more epidemic well mine usually no one else on earth has ever had or will have whatever the thing i have is so it's not really newsworthy yeah you, you make zoonotic diseases have their first transfer to humans and then it stops there usually that's usually yeah yeah it's not even really diseases that necessarily animals get as much as plants. I get a lot of plant sicknesses. Yeah, well, you, you just can't stop eating them, for one thing. No, they're well, they're good. Yeah, or sticking them up your nose is, I guess, the other, the other significant thing. Well, and also using them to clean my butthole, which I think maybe is yeah caused some of the problems when I'm cleaning in the lake. But I, I guess I should say for our listeners, like practice what you preach. Cameron's doing it. Cameron's Cameron's cleaning it up. I'm in the lake. I have a shower, and yet I still... If I'm going to give this advice to my listeners, I'm not going to be using the shower. I'm going to be doing what you do. But anyway, Dr. London, boo. Boo! Okay, so... The, I mean, the, the hypocrite has come home. The I, prodigal been, hypocrite has, has returned home. I've been hesitant to tell you about it because I knew you'd react this... Okay, because my family... Um, as you know, my family doesn't believe in medicine. Uh, well, they, right, yeah. Yeah, they... Well, um, I well, mean, not, they not traditional. Have brought up a really, they have brought up a really good point, which, if medicine exists, then show me it. And you keep saying no, because every time I do that, you snatch it out of my hand and say, where is it? And then they usually run off with the medicine. But unfortunately, you can't prove that because they've snatched it. And so yeah, where, really where is it? They, they go... Whoosh, and then they Say hold up their hands will. and it's not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. My family's really good at sleight of hand and also at just, and the problem is like, I, you know, like I, I've learned a lot in my years, but like, um, if someone, my object permanence isn't what it used to be, I guess. Right. Well, okay. This is, I mean, just to defend you a little bit, you, growing up in a family of magicians like you did, it really sort of screws up your concept of object permanence because you, you never learned like, Oh, when I don't see the toy ball, it's still under that cup because a lot no. of times it's got, it's forever. no longer under that cup. No. And I, so it has, I, 
I understand growing up in that kind of environment, how difficult it can be to be like, okay, if, if this, if my buddy is suddenly under a sheet for some reason, I'm pretty sure if I pull that sheet off, he's going to have disappeared or turned into some sort of animal. Yeah. And a lot of my, I lost a lot of friends that way. Um, which I mean, that's a whole separate issue. I, you know, yeah, let's uh, for, for a second, at least let's not get into my family history. This is why I don't get personal on the podcast. Cause there's just so much there, but, um, yeah. So, so my magician family doesn't believe in medicine. They, they tell me that I don't like, like, th- sure. They believe that I have COVID that much. They do believe, but yeah. they, they do believe that it is caused by, um, sins that I've committed. Uh, yeah. And they, um, it's, okay. it's not I like, mean, yeah, it do. Do they have anything to back that up? Are there sins that you've committed while over in Scotchland, Dr. London? I mean, do we want to let's, I think this is where we need to, we need to, cause do you know exactly where you got COVID or do we need to maybe go over the events of the last few days so, to figure this out? So, and it's been, um, cause I want to hear where you screwed up. Ooh, I'm going to be excited when that happens. One thing I can say about it to start out is it's been a long incubation period so that I didn't get that for whatever reason, I think my body was, was strong enough to hold it off for a bit because these events, the last few days, it's actually been a little bit. Um, I, I know where I got it for sure. Like there's just no, there's no real question about it. The queen was having a party. And oh, I've seen some of this on the news. You and see these celebrities and these politicians who, in front of everyone else, they're like, oh, you better wear a mask. You got to be careful. But then they're hosting these birthday parties and they're these huge ragers and they're hanging out with TikTokers and, and these YouTubers and stuff. And it's not okay, Dr. London, just because you're a you know, huge, like an arena celebrity. Yeah, I know. star. You sell out arenas do it for your live show. Yeah. For me to perform surgery in front of everyone, yes, um, and yeah, and I like I get that perspective, but it's you know is a learning process. Like everyone, it's it's mostly student doctors that are watching the shows. Like it's 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 basically just expanding the normal viewing room. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's when you say expanding the viewing room not just like physically oh there's more people watching but also the concept of the viewing room because you've got lights going on you've got pyrotechnics you've got background dancers um i mean there's there's a lot some there's that one thing where the stage like turns you guys upside down and you're still doing the surgery mm-hmm. yeah and that well it's yeah. super hard so to you've, you have point. broadened yeah, but, uh... just the concept of sort of like a viewing theater for surgery. Yeah, but I, I almost doesn't seem Which I, worth distinguishing because I respect. Yeah, that's part of it. And I think it's cool. I think you may be still working with Live Nation after the whole Travis Scott stuff is maybe questionable. You could probably find a different ticketing system. I mean... But you always say you, you're not going to get those, that level of production value without their help. Yeah, they've, they've been... There's been a lot of back and forth, I can tell you that. I've said... Yeah. Hey, no more of that. No more funny business. Yeah. And they've been slightly responsive. So 
Well, and you've been really good about like when the crowds are getting too wild and they're getting too excited. Maybe they're moshing too hard or like kind of being like, hey, hey, guys, let's stop the surgery for a second. Let's take a second. Everyone get their space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And people are saying, yeah, I, I hear yells from the crowd like, I can't breathe. I, there's, there's someone under me. And I'm like, take a set, take a, you know, take a breather guys. But, but okay. But, right. Okay. And this is how you got involved in the Kanye feud because he, when you were saying that, just trying to respect your fans and do what's right. He was like, that's clearly a shot at Travis. And so I'm not going to do Coachella. If Dr. London is still going to headline Coachella. Oh boy. It's a whole thing. One of the problems with, with me stopping the surgery is anesthesia and everything like that they're only under for so long and they're oh, they'll bleed yeah. out if i don't stop the surgery or if, if i if i don't keep going with it so like yeah i'm walking a line already you know like this is and you can't give them more like anesthesia because you have a timer over your head that's part of yeah. I mean, it's a live show yeah People well, gotta and, get homed, you know. They got their kids at home. Well, and insurance is gonna be all over me if I like if I take too long for it. Like I, it's a speed thing, you know. So it's uh, then you're out of sync with the background dancers and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the the flames that come up for whatever I hit the right. Yeah, so it's um obviously it's a very involved process, and I, you just you can't you have to keep with the rhythm. So. Uh, and, and you have to meet those checkpoints at the precise time. I, you know, it, it's not easy, but that's that's medicine. And so, so I went to this party with the Queen. I went to this party with the Queen. Uh, yeah, as you said, I sell out stadiums. This is kind of my life. So, go to the Queen, and she's like, uh, "Hey, you want to you want a drink?" Um, I mean, look, set the scene a little bit because I this is this is this is crazy to me. I've never I didn't know you even knew the Queen on that level. I knew you guys were acquaintances, but I mean, like, what, what, yeah, what does the room look like? Like, what's... I'm in Edinburgh, right? Uh, and this is, um, people didn't even know. People thought that she was at uh, Windsor, I think, or she, they thought one of her castles. But no, she went, she went uh, up, like I said, up from, from London to uh, Edinburgh, to this castle. It's this castle that's been there for so long. I... Okay, so it is it is a castle. It's not just like a house party at some dude's house, like a mutual friend's house or anything. So it is the castle. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Oh no, no, it's it, it is a military level, uh, in like engagement of l- l- like you don't know how to party until you've been around these military guys. Until the military is protecting you, yeah, yeah, and heavily involved in the party. So um, I I go up to the castle. They you know they have they have all their pikes and their spears and whatever that are aimed at me because they uh, they haven't they don't know about guns yet oh but they so they oh in scotchland yeah in scotchland they don't know yet so i i walk up and i'm like hey guys i'm uh from i well i tell them i'm from the future because that that usually works and they're they're like oh yeah look at his phone he and anyway so, so they raise the spears um Oh wow! So the guards who protect the queen are they—they don't—they just have no concept of just the current day or technology or anything like that. They are sort of stuck in in like the 18th century or something. I'd say 16th, but um, uh, they—they're oh, in a castle. Like it's not—it's not like good place to 
like it's not a practical place to live you know like it's very drafty it's it's cold up there you know and it's so castle is kind of just compounding that issue so anyway so i walk in and um the queen's like okay good she she sits in the the entryway kind of greeting people but in a blase way like she's she's sitting there lounging as people come in oh, not she's a great like, host, oh honestly. great to see you yeah she's yeah. kind of playing yeah, too so. too cool for school sure yeah but well, there's I probably loud music going right like doom, doom, yeah doom, doom. yeah it's drugs all, it's people passing around some of that some of that like you know snowy mountain stuff some of that sugar you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah there are a lot of pixie sticks and people like oh yeah getting were. on their sugar highs so so i look at i look at the queen obviously whenever i walk in and she because she's like i said she's kind of blase about and i was like kind of looking at her expectantly and she was like buddy you're a big deal out there but in here it's my 70th year reigning yeah wow keep walking kid and i was like okay okay so i keep walking um i mean that's kind of what you get for trying to pick a fight with someone who i mean can beat your ass if you if you try to talk no, back I, to him look i i get it and you know she she's the queen like it's like i'm gonna talk back uh she is um well the queen has powers we all know so yeah i i walk on um and they they uh you know before i can get too far in uh some of the I, I think it's the general, honestly, these, you know, it's, it's one of these parties, people are networking. I don't remember everyone's name, but like, I think it was a general. He had a bunch of patches on his chest. Uh huh. And he was going, hop, 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 hop. He, mu- he had like a really thick mustache. He was like, I say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he kept twirling it. Yeah. Yeah. His, mu- his mustache was uh, like at least six times larger than his face. Oh, for sure. And he had a big old monocle, and he was going, I say. Yeah. Yeah. So so he hands me this waiver, and I'm like, uh, what's this? You know, I want to know what I'm signing. Um, and he said, okay, yes, your lawyer's here. And I'm like, good. Um, so Cecil, he's sort of my um, go-to guy. He's my handyman for whenever I travel. He comes sure, in, and yeah. he's like, yeah, okay. So these forms are basically to say, when you catch COVID here, and you will catch COVID here, uh, this is to say that the queen's not liable, and actually you owe the queen because this is her COVID. So uh, I was oh, like, "Oh wow!" So you were given like fair warning, and you still you signed that document, didn't you? Yeah, I guess fair warning is almost. They made it sound like a gift. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the issue, Dr. Leonard. It's not that they offered anything. It's that you believed after beating this drum for two years, Dr. London. Because the thing is, because I'm, I'm reading up about, you know, long COVID. I'm reading up about how, you know, this can turn into, you know, uh, a, an auto autoimmune disorder. You know, this, yeah. can, this can go to your brain. This can infect all these different parts of your body. You can have uh, very significant chronic effects. And, but then... You know, this this general's like, and you see the queen sitting there, probably wearing skin tight dress, yeah, you, yeah. cocktail uh, dress. You, well, you know what I mean? You, and I sent you pictures, yeah. And you know that she's wanting to party with you, Doctor Lennon. I can't blame you. I wouldn't be able to blame any man. Yeah. So, 
So I well, and also I'll say you know, right next to me was the Biebs, Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh, who also just got COVID? Yes. Yeah. So he and I both signed a thing. He like well before we signed, he looked at me, I looked at him. We we know each other, uh, and yeah, and we were both like, "Oh, buddy, this is it. This is a real deal." And he told he told me later like that. I didn't know I could be that famous. But once you sign something like that, you know. So we signed it. Um, I just want to say the the more details you add before you sign this document makes your defenses sound way worse. I do have to say that because you're adding just more minutes where you could have actually thought about where you were signing. Now you're turning to Justin Bieber, having read this document, pointing, looking at the document and saying, you've read this too. You ready for this, brother? Before, it was definitely more of there was a lot of pressure on you, and you just sort of signed it right away because you saw the queen in that that tight, that tight-fitting dress. Well, just, yeah. Painted on. I just, yeah, once again, I, I, like I said, it, it really was phrased in such a way as yeah. to make you think. That like, even if you talk it out with Justin queen. Bieber and have a That's few minutes to sort, sort of, like, of think the, about it. It's still just so, it was so convincing. I I get it. It was moments, but yeah. Yeah, it it truly was. So, so it signed it. Immediately, the queen comes up and saying, she, she hands me a shot. She's like, okay, the games are done now. Let's get real. And so she throws them back. I throw them back. Wow. Did y'all play Rage uh, Cage? Uh, y'all play great. Okay. King's Cup. Rage Cage. She, quarters uh she well queen went straight for keg stand after that oh um, yeah of course yeah for sure <laughs> yeah yeah uh me i'm i'm a little bit more piccolo i they Indian had poker. they had a is that mechanical can you say bowl. that truth the 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 truth or dare but the shot version or whatever uh shot roulette I, you do any of these? <laughs> okay. All these games. I, well, I, I did play the, the game of chess where the chess pieces are replaced with shot glasses. Oh, um, wow. You played that with I the did queen? That. Uh, not with the queen. No, this is with uh, uh, Kardashian. The Kardashian. Oh, they all look the same after a bit. After enough drinks, they're all just. But. um. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tron Kardashian. Big, yeah, Tron Kardashian loves chess. Loves chess. So we sat down for a few hours. A lot of the party was spent playing chess. Oh, wow. Chess. Just sort of a chess tournament. That's awesome. Yeah, well, neither of us liked the, the timer thing that you can yeah. hit. So we threw that away, and we were like, let's just take our time, honestly. Uh, and so we we drank ours as we went. And and then when that was done, you did some flip cup or some never have I ever. So I took or... a nap at that point. Um, yeah, no, I look, I, I should say, like, I pyramid or so, okay, I know why you're suggesting all these is because I handed my phone off and you were FaceTiming with everyone there the whole time. Uh, which so I know that me retelling this, some of it's ringing bells for you, some of it's new. Uh, but yeah, so so I know you saw all these games being played. Me, I was just. I went to sleep after like what like a few I've played like three hours of chess and then I went to sleep. And so So 
at what point was covid trans- it was the shot she just gave she knew this shot would give you covid um honestly i okay i will say like it was more of a you knew it had entered the building it was kind of like oh it was wow. like it's like in the vents yeah. basically covid was its own celebrity at that place and we all kind of knew it and we all kind of got it you know like that 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 was just a part of being there um and you uh, none of us had symptoms but we all knew that we shouldn't test the next day because we had places to go oh right and of course before you get your test you want to be able to get all the places in as quickly as possible just in case you have to quarantine yeah and so we and so in between the time you you know you're exposed and the time that you actually take the test and have to officially like hey the responsible thing is to quarantine because you don't want to spread the disease you should try to hit up all the stores you want to go to hang out with your friends go to whatever clubs or movies or whatever just just sort of get all that out of the way in like a two-day three-day period and then yeah well okay i'll say for me like I said, my incubation period was a long time. So uh, it's been weeks now. Um, and so I yeah. I took rapid tests. Uh, didn't take it the next day because... Well, you're, like, you're extremely responsible, Dr. Lennon. So that's why you've been in for weeks. No, of course, you took a day or two in between being exposed and then starting that, that incubation period. But after that, yeah. So, so I kept testing and... Um, I kept testing negative, which I knew, I knew it was in me because the queen had promised. Yeah. So, and, and once again, and Bieber had already announced it. So like, gotta say at that, I'll say at that point, I was actually really, I was kind of bummed out because I, for a little bit, I thought that I didn't get it from the party. Oh, and then Justin Bieber would make fun of you. Yeah, he did. He kept, oh. he kept saying like, show me the test. You know, yeah. He's like, show me, show me the chest, bro. He's texting you. He's like, bro, you're not even. Yeah, yeah. You don't have it. Yeah, he was like, dude, where, where did you go when we were playing corners, and we were playing beer pong, and we were playing chandeliers, we were playing F the dealer, and we were playing Civil War, and we were doing Power Hour. Where were you, dude? Yeah, because you didn't get sick, man. Yeah, it was super frustrating for him. Uh, sorry for me for him he i think he's been loving he he told everyone that i just went and took a nap after playing chess for a few hours at this party with the queen yeah um which like socially that that was tough for for me to deal with Uh, anyway but but the important thing is i did finally test positive okay and it, it just took a while for for the for the virus to work well, I mean, I guess congrats on that then. It sounds like you're, that was you. the goal. That was what you wanted. Well, it was just the contract. Like, my, you know, I talked to my lawyer afterwards. Like, can I, can I press charges against the crown? Um, because I didn't catch COVID. And Cecil was like, okay, well, yeah, let's, let's look at this going forward. Cause it does sound like you were entitled to that. So um, we, it's been, so it was sort of pending litigation, but um, no. Uh, th- then, then fortunately, I went ahead and uh, tested positive. So wow. Um, well, Doctor London, I mean, I am still ashamed of you and your actions. It does sound like the more I hear about this, the more voluntary the COVID exposure was. Well, it. I mean, I. 
all to play chess it was with. More, it was more transactional. Someone that you could have probably played chess with in a safer environment, I'm sure. Well, yeah, outside of the castle, sure. But, I mean, like, safer. Sure, they had spears and pikes, but, like, there weren't guns, if that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say, is that since there's not guns, it's safer to have played the game outside. Okay, yeah. So, um... Anyway, so that's sort of, that's how I got COVID, and then, wow. uh... I mean, just... I don't know. I'm still disappointed in you, Dr. Lynn. It's just, you you don't, you talk some talk, but you don't walk your talk. In fact, you sort of stalk your your block to avoid walking the talk. Chalk, my block. Um... Yeah, no, I, and, um, I, like I said, it was kind of transactional. You it was and just, your flock lack the I was stock owed this. to so do, do we have any the talk well, how about chores do you want to do you want to do chores oh i mean you're not too sick with the disease that you gave yourself dr lennon just because the queen was wearing i mean just i mean just the tightest cocktail dress you've oh my gosh just painted on painted i'm, I'm thinking like 70 like no primer no primer under that paint just one Whew. just one shitty like really <sighs> thin coat of of paint yeah that thin veneer okay well uh, let's um can't blame uh, you <laughs> do you want to you want to explain the chore wheel yeah, for sure. Uh, so you're, if you're listening to this and this is your first episode and you're wondering, is every episode like this? Yes. Every episode is like this. Uh, we usually don't have a guest and we also do this thing called the chore wheel. And the chore wheel is... Okay, what is a chore? A chore is a task that you kind of have to do, right? It's an errand. It's, it's something you've got to do. Dr. London and I have been neglecting our to-do list for a really long time. Unfortunately, Dr. London has been ironing his Jinko jeans for about two weeks now because they are very large. They're Jinkos. And with the yeah, traveling, and now I hear the COVID, it's probably going to take even longer. So probably not going to be ready for another month or so. So our to-do list has been growing and growing. So we created this very, very fun chore wheel that we spin every single week in whatever it lands on. That is the chore that we have to do. And Dr. London, um, surely you brought your travel chore wheel with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I brought a few different sizes of them, but yeah. So my... Mm, okay. Do we want to pick... I, I would say... Let's see. It's March, right? And so it's... Let's see if that's going to... If you carry that... Medium, the medium size one. Medium, okay. Let me bring that up. Okay. Uh, yep. Bring it in. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. You really should be wearing a mask. So. Okay. Thank you. Um. All right. Uh, and so I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and spin it. Normally we yeah. have a guest. I and I can. I can do it. So it's not. Yeah, you've seen so many people do it, and surely you've probably done it a number of times on the show too. Oh but okay, so just, I know you've at least seen it. Just, you just give it a yeah, shot. I believe in you. And it goes in a circle, right? Um, let me think. It's March, so if it's springtime, it's the it's the medium one. So okay. yes, it's okay, the medium so, one. So, okay, so yes, and... yes. Oh boy! Of course we have to do this. I've been putting this off for so long. 
we've got to come up with this year's merchandise. Okay. Yeah, and this is for the podcast specifically, or? Uh, this is for the podcast, but I mean, we use the same company for the podcast and your own personal merch, just the Dr. London merch that you do on your tours. So we'll, we probably need to figure out both. Um, so for those maybe who haven't visited our store, store.jockdoc.docjock.docdoc. Uh, if you haven't visited our online merchandise store, .net.docdoc. And, uh, you know, we've got t-shirts on there. We've got keychains on there. Um, we had socks on there until, uh, I mean, unfortunately, they were too slippery and a few people slipped so hard and, and smashed so hard on another butt that they actually fell through the floor and they're stuck in the floor still to this day due to our, due to our, yeah, due to our socks. The permanent floor sitters, because they're so wedged in there due to how hard they fell after slipping on our socks. So this year, we've got to come up with some new merchandise. We just have to. So, I mean, first things first, we always have a new t-shirt every single year. So what do we want the 2022 jock doc podcast t-shirt and hoodie because we use the same design for both so what do we want that to be this year i i have one idea that comes to mind and it's i think it's because you know our listeners it's one of these things that um a lot of podcasts do is they crowdsource yeah. some of their stuff from their listeners so we got that drawing of the sticky butthole from oh wow yeah our listener and I'm thinking, why not make that into a shirt? Like it's it's got every it's just you are, and then stinky butthole. And I mean, do we we have the rights to this? Anything that's sent to us is that property of Jock Doc? Do we we have those I, terms and conditions established somewhere? Cecil, do we have? Let me, Cecil, can we? So I I've got him on my earpiece here. Cecil, yeah. it's my lawyer. Yeah. Well, get, I mean, yeah. you said he was in town, and I see him running around in the background. Does he? He's not he, allowed to. No, he has to do the earpiece um, because he's too he's busy. He's talked to me directly too many times. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. running around. He's doing something. I know, and it's, it's he, he thinks that he has COVID too because he was at the same oh, party, no. but he didn't sign the form, so uh, so he can't have it. So, um, do we own the stinky butt picture? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm getting oh, confirmation okay, that we, we do own the sticky butt picture. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I think, well, I guess like a, maybe think of a couple colors for, I, I would say a white shirt, right? And then the drawing is in black and then the stink lines are in green. Okay. Right. I, so that I, makes I the green brown should out. be in there somewhere. Um, but I also have an option, right? Where, Maybe maybe like the background just right around the drawing is white or a lighter color, right? And then the the stink clouds f- form the color of the rest of the shirt, which is green. It's a green shirt. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he's like farting the the shirt basically yeah. out of him. It's a shirt fart. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel that. So I think that can be a hoodie and a t-shirt. Um. Okay. What else do we need to do? We need a replacement for the sock. Something safer. Okay, something for socks. What about... Okay, I'm thinking of socks. Well, we don't have to do socks. We just got to replace that part of the store. Okay, you know? okay. So it can be anything. Okay. Um, and what about... Uh, so, okay, what's, what's in my mind right now? I'm thinking I like the okay. socks where it looks like your foot's being eaten by something, but 
What if we expanded oh. it from socks to like a snuggie that that you feel like looks like it's eating someone? Yeah. Um, wow. I'm trying to think of. And maybe it looks like you eating them. That sounds easiest. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you had sort of a, it looked like a large version of you, sort of consuming them whole. Yeah. I think that'd be really funny. And and also educational because people will ask, "Who is that guy eating you?" And you'll be like, oh, that's the host of the Chalk Talk podcast. He taught me about like stinky buttholes or like pooping a bunch because that's all all he talks about now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's easy. One of those easy ways to introduce your favorite podcast is to say, yeah, I look like I'm being eaten by him now. Wow. So that's pretty cool. And that is I mean, that that, that's pretty good. Um, I'm also I don't know, like, I've been hearing that, like, the 2000s are really back in lately. Oh, finally. And so if I think of some of the trends of what was happening in the 2000s for me and my friends, is that I was looking for my missing cousin. And, like, I feel like everyone was doing that back then, was your cousin goes missing. It's all your family all talks your family. about. It's all over the yeah. news. I remember your family like, called me about it too. It consumes your life for years. I, I had to go out looking for your cousin. Like that. I know. Was, Everyone like did. Dude, it was so popular. Yeah. The only thing I can compare it to is when Pokemon Go really blew up and everyone was sort of just walking around with that just everyone in town was searching just in woods and yeah. all sorts of stuff oh man yeah and your cousin it's too bad what happened uh if we could capture that feeling in a in some sort of merch item candles right because we ever there was a big candle party after that yeah that the decomposing sort of... yeah are you talking about the scent for the candle or no i just don't you remember when everyone sort of everyone got sort of bored of looking for the cousin and so everyone sort of got together with some candles said some nice things or whatever but the candles were really popular right around then yeah i I guess for me i know you had a kind of a weird tough time back then uh where you like and you never talked about it afterwards but like there was this part that that this is reminding me of for like the scent of the candle where um and i don't know your memory seems to get spotty whenever we bring it up but like uh sort of a decomposing body scent for the candle. Maybe we could do that. Uh, like the, the kind of smell that, that you breathe in whenever you uh, do find your cousin, but it's something really, really bad has happened. And uh, they, they're no longer, you know, with us. Uh, at least like the spirit has passed. Yeah. Decomposing. I don't think, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, th- I think the candle can definitely smell like that. DJ Dylan, can you, because he's the one making these, can you add that sort of smell to it? Yes. Okay. Because I don't, re- if you're, if you're implying that I have some sort of repressed memory or something about finding my cousin no, and smelling I, his stink, I, I just, no, not all. I remember everyone, it being really popular for everyone to look in the woods and to look all around town for a couple of weeks. And then we had a big candle party and then that was it. And that was a fun time in the 2000s and that was that was over. Yep. Okay. No, and I'm I'm not trying to. No, I, it's a candle. Good. Okay. So, so we have the the snuggie. We got to do we got to do a merch item at least for your arena shows, your concerts. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, 
So, and the Snuggie, I'll admit, like, is hard to pack up for those things. It's more, that's easier to ship. Um, so, I guess just, uh, an, can, can we get an engraved scalpel? That is interesting. That you, And you can charge a buttload for that. The margins on that yeah. would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah, get it engraved and just, it says, like, Jock Doc, or maybe it has a quote from you. Do you want to put a quote on it? Uh... I just, well, like, I just feel like it's not that original, what, what I say in the concert. Because it's more about what I do there. But, like, I normally say, like, uh, stab your friend. <laughs> so, But I don't see that really, like, translating well. As a... Yeah. What about, like, just snip, snip, snip? You say okay, that a I lot do with say your that tools. Yeah. 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 Or stab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. No, I say snip as well. Um Okay. I think just engraving snip, snip, snip on it. And then I'm thinking for just your T-shirt, an image of you. How, be honest, how willing are you to do nude photography? Take the pictures or be in them. Yes. Um, I mean, yes. Well, it, it would be, it would but... be, okay. It would be both. I was thinking sort of a mirror selfie of you in the, in the buff. And that's sort of the front of the T-shirt. And then the back of the T-shirt is from behind. So it's your butt. Yeah, okay. But you're you're still taking the picture with your phone and sort of a standing uh, I'm going to have to resize the ones I've taken. But uh, no, I already, yeah, I got that. Um, honestly, I... Oh, yeah, no, no. You don't have to resize any photos. They, they'll they print new ones to put on the t-shirt. So you don't have to find a way to like, if you already have prints of those, you don't have to like shrink those down because well, they're, they're not going to like just tape a picture on the well, t-shirt. they're iron-ons. You have to print them out and then... Yeah, well, no... Th- the the guys we go through, they'll be able to handle all of that. So yeah, you don't have to worry about having to shrink photos down. That's rarely a problem when 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 doing. Okay, I okay, I. Uh, I'll I guess I'll take your word for it. Um, anyway, that I feel like I feel like we got it then, right? I That's... mean, I'm I'm really excited for what our fans are gonna find when they head over to store dot jock dot Doc, doc, dot net, dot doc, chalk. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, um, and I don't bestow this upon everyone, especially not Cecil, but I'm going to go ahead and give the royal cough to the chore wheel, which should, uh, <laughs> and that COVID is doing its work. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it. The, uh, Dr. London, that's in your body. It's, I mean, it is literally it's like black vines taking over it no it's a gift and um i'm uh my my family of magicians i think it's jealousy thing they they see that i i've become too powerful and uh you have stranger things disease or whatever i yes i do have that that trans or interdimensional fungal uh pulmonary thing infection that's like inside yes. your lungs that's exactly and that's what you spit out that's exactly what yeah happening. that's right i mean you know it's i didn't realize that's what covid was i didn't yeah. realize that covid was sort of just a netflix it was plug but i guess that does make sense popularized with, by with netflix the way, the way things are heading i you know what yeah. i gotta say it's just because it got popular with netflix doesn't mean that's where it started okay medicine's been here oh yeah okay had a had a, like a cult fan base before. Yeah, yeah, which mostly of physicians and scientists. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, thank you, I guess, to uh, to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Did You Know the House.
So I, I caught COVID. The coronavirus. COVID-19. I was infected with SARS-CoV-2. The same one that Tom Hanks got. My family doesn't believe in medicine. Sure, they believe that I have COVID. That much they do. But they they do believe that it is caused by sins that I've committed. I'm reading up about, you know, long COVID. I'm reading up about how, you know, this can turn into an immune disorder. You know, this can, this can go to your brain. This can infect all these parts of your body. You can have uh, very significant chronic effects. I don't know. I'm still disappointed in you, Dr. Bunny. Just you, you don't, you talk some talk, but you don't walk your talk. In fact, you sort of stalk your, your block avoid walking the top. You and your flock lack the stop. There you have it, folks. Another victim to the COVID-19 pandemic. How long must this go on? How many booster shots are we going to have to get? We may never know when this will end. But until that day comes, stay safe out there. My name is Dr. Lennon Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.